This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, making good people defenseless does not make bad people harmless. Gun control laws only disarm the law-abiding. And think about it. All the regulations and restrictions around firearms only make it harder for good people like you to defend themselves. Help us fight back and become a member of San Diego County Gun Owners. We make activism easy. So join today. Go to sdcgo.org slash join and sign up and to become a member because together we will win. We will win. How's it going, Dave? Great. Did you listen to Steve Cohen's uh, show this morning? No. Was it good? Off the charts. Yeah? Yeah, off the charts. Steve's oh, yeah. the best. Now he wants to do two hours. Now he wants to do this. He wants, he's so Is there, can I, is there a replay or something yeah, up there? It's a podcast. Okay. Or I'll I can have, uh, Brendan send it to your. Okay. Your, Was he on your, your show? To your tent. Or he had his own show? No, it's his, it's his own show. No Bull <clears throat> Roadhouse. No Bull Roadhouse. Yeah. So Steve Cohen, uh, by the way, welcome Alicia. How are you? Welcome. Good, good. Thank you. Yeah. And then Adam from USCCA. What's going on? Good to be here. Back again, huh? So Steve Cohen was the uh, station manager for KUSI for like a hundred years. And he's got 50 years under his belt as yeah. a journalist. He's a good dude. Uh, and he. So he's got his own show now. He's so hooked. Welcome Steve. Congratulations, yeah, Steve he, Cohen. Yeah. When's he going to retire? He's not. He's not. <laughs> Ever? We don't retire. No. Not at Retire does not exist in this dojo. No, no, it sure doesn't. You know what I was thinking about? So I'm supposed to read a bunch of stuff about the gun show right now, but you know what I was thinking about? You have the snipples. A little bit. I'm just getting over a cold. Yeah. But uh, that's not what I was thinking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about I, how much crap have we taken from Arizona? You know, all these people, I'm moving to Arizona because California gun laws. I'm moving to Arizona. Arizona's where it's at. I'm moving to Arizona, Arizona. Okay. Well... Fantastic. Um, now Arizona has an anti-gun senator. In fact, he, he heads an anti-gun organization. He's the head of an anti-gun organization. Their other senator, anti-gun. Their, uh, governor is anti-gun, recently vetoed some pro-gun legislation that the NRA backed. And in the last election, Arizona voted for Biden. So is neener, neener, neener appropriate? I, I Listen, I got to tell you, Arizona, if you're listening, I look forward to helping you guys just as much as you helped us. So good luck. <laughs> By leaving. Yeah. Told you so. Here it comes. That's where the neener, neener, neener comes. Getting getting out of town is not going to help. It's just going to follow you. Yeah. you, you we we right. have to get organized. We are the country of the self-governed, and if we don't take that seriously, it's all going to go away. So anyway, congratulations, Arizona. Uh, San Diego Gun Show. <laughs> Gun tickets for 2A movie night and classes. Uh, there's so much going on. Go to gunownersradio.com. Uh, I gotta tell you, we, I, I thought the, the red, excuse me, the movie, the Second Amendment movie night, the, what is it? Blue Dusk? Yes. Yeah, cause Dusk is, yeah. I was calling it Sunset, but I see Rich changed it to Dusk and he's right. That's yeah. technically the opposite. Yeah. 
Anyway, Blue Dusk, the movie, Wolverines. Um, the tickets aren't flying off the uh, shelves like we hoped. So they everybody are not. Are not. So everybody, uh, come come see uh, 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 the movie with us. I bought mine. Good. Thank you, Dave. And by the way, did uh, uh, Tommy get in touch with you? Uh, about what? Put to promote the gun show. Yeah. Well, no, not yet, but we will. So there's a lot of stuff going on at the movie though. Now, um, not just a movie, but we're going to talk about a few things. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, it's actually, okay. So Jamie Franks, who is, uh, he was, I forget which season of top shot he won, but he's a top shot winner. He's an instructor here locally for, uh, ASDS. He's going to come. He and I are huge red Dawn fans. In fact, he's been on the radio a few years ago talking about red Dawn. And I'm actually going to talk about some things. If you, even if you've seen Red Dawn before, I'm going to, I'm going to educate you on why Red Dawn is such an interesting movie and point out some things to look for that will uh, maybe make it even more clear as to why it's such a good and interesting movie. So we'll give a little talk. We'll do a little dance. We'll get down that night. Um, but you, you could win a few things too. You could win, um, just by buying a ticket and showing up. You could win a Mantis X10 Elite. You could win a GPS tactical range backpack worth $189. You could win a Prairie Fire pistol class. Prairie Fire used to be um, front sight. Front sight. Front sight. Yeah. You could win uh, one free hour at Shore Shot in Oceanside, our buddy Phil. What a great dude. Awesome place, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Have you have you done it, Adam? I have. Plenty of times, yeah. No. How'd you, plenty of times? How'd you do? I'm pretty good. He hit the uh, target. I, I mean, I do. I, that wasn't very convincing at all. I got. I, got, I mean, I have a little more experience. I've been in you know real role playing with real people kind of mm-hmm. scenarios. But no, it's 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 an awesome place. Phil and those guys do such a good job. Phil's an amazing instructor. Uh, definitely worth checking out. It makes you feel realistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Adam from again from USCCA, who is the title sponsor of the gun gun show and gun symposium this weekend. Thank you so much to. Uh, Adam and USCCA for doing that. So what, what's, what's like the, so doing Phil's short shot simulator in Oceanside, what stuck out to you? Like what do you, what did you enjoy most or what was like, wow, this is the coolest part of this? I think one of the biggest things is a lot of people want to get into self-defense and, and obviously concealed carry if you're going to carry a gun and everything. I think seeing and training with other people though too, people that see even in a simulator, you know, when your adrenaline jacks up and you're dealing with the kind of the all those physiological responses and that kind of thing, that's an eye opener for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, that you got to you got to manage that and deal with that, and that's a great training tool for that. Obviously, it doesn't you know cover everything, but it's a great thing to be able to feel that without being like actually stabbed or shot or something. You know, that adrenaline, uh, but that adrenaline, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you get that even in the simulator. A lot of people think that they're just going to get it. You know, they're just going to magically be able to perform under stress when they when they do well and practice on the range. Well, it, it adds that element of of adrenaline and seeing what you do with it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's crucial. You know, I had lunch with Coach from Tactical Hive yesterday, and one of the things I like to do, my, one of my new favorite things, Dave, is when I meet, a, especially a special operations guy, I ask him, "When were you most afraid? Mm. When what was the most scariest thing that happened to you?" And I've probably asked, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm going to say maybe like ten ten guys that. And the reason it's such an interesting question is. Not one of them has said anything about combat. Mm-mm. Not one of them. It was like, well, they were shooting at me, or I was shooting at them, or there were guns, or whatever. None, none of it. Ex-wives, that. mother-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> That's what will scare the snot out of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was uh, interesting, but the thing that they all pretty much have in common is, um, well, first off, they're not 
uh, I, I think that they, my theory is they don't, it's not combat. It's never combat Mm-mm. because they do so much training mm-hmm. and that, you know, when it comes time, Second it's like, nature. yeah, they just focus in. And the things that are scary, the, the answers I've gotten, they're all like, oh, the first time I, you know, and it was like some kind of training, whether they were uh, like scuba diving or jumping out of a plane or whatever. it was like their first time or, you know, they, they, you know, that, that sort of thing. Or, or there was a mess up and they didn't know how to handle it. You know, that was the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got to tell you, um, stuff like Shore Shot in Oceanside, any kind of training, but especially Shore Shot in Oceanside, extremely valuable. Uh, more, one of the things you can win by going to the movie, Tuffy Portable Safe, $109. And then if you go, let me see. Oh, so the, all the things I just mentioned, the Mantis, the GPS tactical range, backpack, um, all those things that I just mentioned, Prairie Fire, Pistol Class, um, those, you'll only have a chance to win those if you buy your movie tickets before February 27th, which is uh, Tuesday. And by the way, it was extremely easy to buy tickets. It, you know, if Dave is saying it was I'm easy to buy tickets on you. the old internet. That's right. The interwebs, it then worked. it was easy. You didn't have PayPal. And it's only, okay. uh, yeah, it's only 25 bucks. Right. Um, it's super easy. Okay. If, if you show up, if you actually go, there's a Smith and Wesson shield with custom slide cut, uh, plus porting and optic from 2C, uh, US worth about 1200 bucks. How cool is that? That's our buddy, uh, too. And then there's a Heritage Rough Rider 22 long, two free tickets to gun prom this year, and uh, a couple other things. So go to gunownersradio.com. Buy a movie or buy a movie ticket or two, and right. then uh, come see a movie with us on Saturday. And you can also help volunteer. There's a couple of slots open for different <laughs> positions. It'll tell you what's open, what's not, and it'll just help you get more involved with the Second Amendment. It is, and if you don't, you don't have to go to the show to see the movie. If you if you only have time to go see the movie, that's fine. Right. But do us a solid well, and go buy a couple go of tickets. Show. Well, we want you to. That's where all the excitement is. We want you to, but you don't have to. Just, just let yeah. you know. But the symposiums and everything, it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal two days. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, gun owners, are you paying attention? Listen up. If you ever have legal matters involve firearms, you need California's best firearms lawyer, and that means John Dillon. He can help you with red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. So put his number on your phone right now. 760-642-7150. Go to the Gun Owners Symposium at the Gun Show to hear John Dillon talk on legal updates and 2A laws. That's John Dillon, California Farms Lawyer, 760-642-7150. Yeah, you know that Heritage Rough Rider uh, pistol or uh, revolver that you could win uh, at the movie? It actually, it's a twenty two long. Um, but it comes with a 22 Magnum cylinder as well. Oh, How cool, cool is that? That's really cool. <laughs> you could, you know, I guess you could, you could conceal it, you know, and then if the six rounds of 22 long don't do you, then you got the, all right, time to bring the Magnum in, you know. <laughs> those are, those are fun to shoot too. <clears throat> okay. 
One of the cool things that's happening at the gun show is Derek LeBlanc. He's with Kids Safe Foundation. He's coming to San Diego. Derek, I think this is the first time you've done something in California. Am I right? Derek? Hello? Okay. Uh, there's no, <laughs> there's no caller. Anyway, so, uh, what are you looking forward to most about the, uh, gun show, Adam? Uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to all the classes, you know, throughout the day. Yeah. Little mini classes, you know, a bunch of our, our partners, instructors, and things like that. Yeah. Um, wait, I think we got Derek now. Cool. Derek, you there? I, I'm there. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Okay, so you're with Kids Safe Foundation, and you're doing uh, something really cool at our gun show, and we're so happy to have you. And I think this is the first time you've been able to do something in California. Is that accurate? No, we've been to California a couple times. Typically, we're in Northern California near Anderson, but this is our first time in Southern California. Oh, there. I guess that's what it is. First time in Southern California. Well, welcome. Talk a little bit about uh, Kids Safe Foundation. What, what do you what's what do you guys do? I know we've had you on the show, but for those who didn't hear, what do you guys do? So the Kids Safe Foundation, we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit based in Eugene, Oregon, and so we do firearm safety and accident prevention to kids. And you know, since our founding back in twenty sixteen, we've reached over you know twenty eight thousand kids in five states and taught them you know, life-saving skills. And what's really exciting about this upcoming weekend out down there in San Diego is we're actually going to be bringing our BB gun range, which is a, it's basically an inflatable bouncy house. You know, it's, some of the kids call it a bouncy house, but it's actually an educational range. And so we get to blow that up and actually get them shooting Red Rider BB guns in a safe environment. Oh, really? It's a Red Rider? Yeah. So we have, it's it's made by Daisy. It's, it's one of their outdoor educational ranges. And so we blow it up, and then we have red riders that we use to teach the kids how to shoot. That's how I learned to shoot on a red rider. Yeah, I was ten. Yeah. It was nineteen eighty six. Yeah, and I was ten, and uh, I got a Walter Payton jersey and a red rider BB gun that year. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good haul on the, <laughs> that Christmas. <laughs> anyway, uh, red rider like man, it. that brings that brings back memories. That's awesome. Okay, so if, if people come to the show and they bring their kids and they want to uh, they want to come do the the BB gun uh, blow up house, <laughs> talk about it. What what exactly? What do they get? What do they do? So basically, every kid that shows up, you know, we do a little quick safety brief before they go on the range with us. So we're we're talking about the four basic safety rules if we're ever handling a gun, and and then we put on safety glasses. We step inside the range, and then we set up a we can we have a little target system inside there that we can roll it out. And depending on the size of the kid is how far we go out with the rain, the the target, and then they get to practice what they just learned with with red rider BB guns. What if the kid is approximately my size? How long am I going to? What's the range well, there? You're in luck. You're <laughs> in luck. We have these custom made Magpul edition red riders that I designed. What? And so they have an adjust adjustable stock on them. They are great. I get to shoot them. You get to shoot them. Uh, Three year olds get to shoot them. It's it's we can totally modify the length of pole so everybody gets the opportunity to shoot with us. I was such a dead eye with that with my red rider. I remember it shot to the right. And I and I, I could totally <laughs> compensate and I knew exactly how much to the right it shot. Um and I was such a dead eye with that thing. I had to cut four inches off my stock. Really? <laughs> of your red rider? I was a little guy. I was going to say that because the red riders aren't huge. I had to because I couldn't shoot it. I had to take a axe off and cut it off. Oh wow! But you had a red rider. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, that was uh, there was. You know, I got to tell you, there was n- no frog was safe in Bay County, Florida, in the eighties no. with <laughs> with me roaming around yeah. with being such a dead eye. So I yeah. shouldn't have done that. Poor frogs. Yeah. Adam, what did you learn on? What was your first gun of any kind? Firearm or BB or whatever? A uh, pellet gun. One yeah. of the ones that you got to pump, pump yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump yeah. pellet gun. Nice. You ever try to put your thumb over the barrel and stop the BB from coming out? <laughs> no. No. You never did that? No. Why would I do that? That really hurt. That's why I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Alicia, what about you? What was your first? My first exposure was actually uh, going out with uh, my husband. And, oh, cool. Uh, oh, he she, got she, you he, he put me in a 40. He started it, yeah. Yep. There you go. That's awesome. It was... Uh, I get it, it was it was uh I remember there was really only one rule back then. I don't remember all four rules. There was a rule? Well, it was treat every gun as if it's loaded. Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. it. Like yeah. that was the rule. Like, hey, treat every gun as if it's loaded. It really and it really encompasses everything. It kinda does, it does, right? It does. And then um and then in the in the nineties or two thousands, the other two appeared in my life. And then that fourth one, you know, know your target and what's beyond came around. But I think it's great. I think it's a very American thing. I, I've, we've, uh, I've been in talks where we had uh, people from foreign militaries, and they don't have the four rules. And it's a whole different experience. I got, I got muzzled. And I'm like, eh, wait a minute. We're going to, you know. And I've learned that those four rules are a very American thing. So, yeah. So, Derek, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish with this? What's the goal? Well, my, my goal is to go over 29,000 kids reached in five states. And my goal is to, you know, get the kids of Southern California involved in the shooting sports and teach them that this is a completely safe and normal thing for us to do. And uh, I just want to showcase responsible gun ownership. That's kind of our goal. And I have a symposium that I'll be giving. And and so I have a couple classes as well that kids can get signed up and the families can get signed up as well. Uh, And so everything's about, you know, the further preservation of our two A rights is through through proper education. That's awesome. And you're you're giving a talk too, right, at the symposium? I am, yep. What uh you can you give us a preview or give us a little taste of what you're gonna be talking about? Well so I want to talk about you know where I where I started to get to where I am today and also I want to talk about the future and, and how we involve the next generation to help defend and preserve our civil liberties. That's very cool. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Also, um, wanna, before we go any further, Wild Built Tactical out in La Mesa, Brian, yeah, those guys sponsored, uh, the Kids Safe Foundation coming to Southern California. So please, uh, reach out and thank Wild Built. Uh, Brian, outstanding job. Thank you so much for, uh, sponsoring this. I think it's very, very cool that they stepped up and said, hey, you know what? This is important. I gotta tell you, how hard is it? I mean, it, it seems, Derek, it seems like people must love this goal. Like even no matter who you are, whether you're you know way into guns or you're not into guns at all, I mean, how do you argue that this isn't a good idea? This seems like an an outstanding thing. I, I can't imagine you get any resistance. I think it's going to be a, a new challenge for us down in Southern California, just because we're new to the area. I I really really appreciate Wild Bill stepping up and helping us and investing in their community, and 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 so the goal is just to make sure that you know we showcase that this is completely normal. This is something that we should encourage. We should encourage gun safety to children because that's going to help save lives, you know, and, and 
and it's going to kind of push back on the restrictions that you guys have down there. And we just we just want to normalize this conversation of gun safety with the kids, and it's completely normal, and it's something that should be celebrated instead of demonized. It is. That's exactly right. I actually talk about that fairly often, um, especially in the seminars I give on how to get your CCW. Um, you know, a lot of these restrictive gun laws have made it weird, you know, to own a gun and carry one for self-defense outside of your home for like a generation, yeah. you know, in, in San Diego, maybe even a generation and a half. But, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s here in San Diego, it was not weird at all. You know, 40-something other states, it's not weird at all. We're actually the weird ones, you know, here in San Diego because so many of us have gotten to the age of, you know, 40 and we've never touched a gun or, we, we you know, we don't have a CCW. We're odd. We're the odd man out. We're very, very strange um, that, that uh, you know, the a culture, you know, around gun safety and your ability to defend yourself doesn't exist because of the restrictive gun laws. That's that's odd. That's a strange thing that we treat it this way. So I like I like so what you're saying about will, normalizing it. One thing I will say is when wherever we're in Northern California, when we're speaking with parents, you know, the the topic of gun safety is so foreign to you guys in California because, you know, they're afraid of talking with their, their kids about their firearms because the gun they had two years ago might now be illegal because of a pen stroke. And so they're concerned about how if they teach their kids gun safety, how it could get outside the home and where somebody else could get involved. Which, you know, so that's what's actually counterproductive to the safety of the kids is the, all these high rates of restriction. Well, and the anti-gunners in California are vicious. They're absolutely vicious. Um, you know, I, I they they um, they're unapologetically vicious with their uh, with their extremism and zealotry. So I, I I get why people like you know it's not they're afraid. It's not the gun owners are afraid. We just don't want to deal with it. You know, just hey, go live your life. I'll go live my life. I, so I totally get it. Now, when you talk about Northern California, where you teach, where exactly? What what part of Northern California is kind of a kind of kind of big? Where whereabouts do you usually go in Northern California? So near Anderson and Redding. Oh, Redding, nice. Yeah, yeah. So we we've had our BB gun range there a couple times. This will be our first time actually teaching our kids firearm safety one class in in the state of Oregon. So I'm really excited about that. And so in that class, we talk about firearms. I actually handle firearms and kind of demo them for the families, so I can answer any kind of questions that they might have. You know, we talk about online safety. You know, video games, anti-bullying. You know, so there's lots of things that we cover in this one-hour class that's really going to be beneficial to the kids. Okay, what's your website, Derek? Uh, KidsSafeFoundation.org. There's two S's there. KidsSafeFoundation.org. And uh, show Wild Built Tactical some some love. Visit their table at the San Diego yeah, Gun Show. You. And go to their website, wbtguns.com, and just, you know, give them a special thanks. Derek, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing you, and thank you so much for, for making the drive. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. Hey, you want to learn to fly? Yes. Well, you need to get a pilot's license first. All right. And the way to do it is you... Because, because San Diego is one of the best places to get your airplane pilot's license because pilots can fly almost every day. Learn to fly with San Diego Flight Training International. 
gun owners, radio listeners, get check this out. You get one hour of ground school, one hour of flight with an instructor, and yep, you get to fly. That's a four hundred dollar value, but our listeners will get it all for three hundred fifty. Give them a call at eight five eight five six nine one eight two two. Learn to fly with SDFTI. Call today eight five eight five six nine one eight two two. So, Dave, do you remember last week we kicked off the show and you said, "Hey, I got a question. How come they're not pushing this uh, Kansas City uh, shooting, the one mm-hmm. that in the you know Super Bowl celebration?" Right. And I said, "You know, I think it's because the shooter doesn't fit the narrative." Mm-hmm. Remember, we were talking right. about that. I remember that. So, right. guess what? Did they fit? The shooter didn't fit the narrative. That's well, exactly why the, uh, they're not talking about it. It was just a. Uh, it was basically gang violence. Right. So, and that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. Those are different. The gun was also stolen, too. Oh. Stolen by an underage kid who was in a gang who committed this. It wasn't, uh, um, it wasn't, now my point is, so what's, why does that matter, Mike, right? My, my point in this thing is they pad the numbers and they say, oh, well, we're just going to talk about mass shootings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, a disgruntled person with mental health issues. Going into whatever, a school, a theater, a church, shooting people because he wants to cause as much havoc and pain, you know, and then probably kill himself is a completely different solution. There's a completely different solution to that than gang violence. So if you have, you know, a gang shooting at another gang, you know, that that is a completely different solution. Now, not if you're Mm anti-gun, right? The solution is just, well, take the guns away. Right. It's the exact same solution. Um, but, but you were saying, hey, how come they're not covering it? Well, I, I think it's because the shooter doesn't fit the narrative. And sure enough, they've come out that it doesn't shoot, it doesn't uh, fit the narrative at all. Stolen gun, underage kid, didn't just randomly start shooting. He was in some kind of disagreement with some other professional criminal. And, uh, and that's why he did it. And that's why he did it. So <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. Okay. Couple of things. So this is interesting. You know, the uh, county board has become a three to two anti-gun majority. And the county board, for those who don't know, is, it's like the city council for the county. So your city council, like if you live in Santee or El Cajon or San Diego, you have a city council that makes decisions about, you know, how the money's spent, how your tax money's spent, you know, roads and services, that sort of thing. So the county board covers the entire county. There's five districts and there are five uh, supervisors. Two of them are on our side, Jim Desmond in the north and uh, Joel Anderson in the east. Three of them are absolutely not. <clears throat> Downtown would be Monica Montgomery Step and then uh, on the uh, coast, kind of north coast is Tara Lawson Rammer who is vehemently anti-gun. Like it's not just a hobby for her. <laughs> She's extremely anti-gun. Mm-hmm. And then down south is Nora Vargas. Now, here's something very interesting. There are stories she's being investigated um, because uh, she was hiring somebody to come work for her office, somebody from Sacramento. And they said, okay, great. I'm going to come down. You know, they, I guess they decided to hire this person. Mm-hmm. They said, great, I'm going to come down. I'm going to, you know, buy buy a place or whatever, you know, rent a place. And it, it'll take me a couple of weeks. i got to wrap things up up here, and then I'll be down there. She used a racial slur. He's Asian, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say the racial slur, but it rhymes with ink. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm going, okay, this is clearly some kind of smear job. Like, I don't like Nora Vargas, mm-hmm. but nobody, nobody would be that stupid to just say that. Why would she do that? Well, um, I, I, I was kind of think, I was like, this isn't, a, this is a non-story. This is going to go away. It's nothing. The guy's probably disgruntled. Maybe he, they decided not to give him the job. I don't know, but that is so cartoonish that I thought there's no way that that's, that's happening. Uh, turns out her staff, <laughs> her staff is turning against her and saying, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of person she is. Ooh. Can you believe that? Sure. <clears throat> Why can really. you believe it? Not really. I mean, well, go ahead. You're, so you're saying that a politician is not a good person. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, I, here's here's why here's why there's a couple of so let me let me kind of this is why it's so unreal to me. Maybe I'm just naive, you know. Maybe I'm just a you naive babe in the woods. I don't know, but you are. It, she is so high on her high horse. You know what I mean? Like she is such a passes herself off as this, you know, morally superior person who's all inclusive and you know. And here she is. Like, using a racial slur I haven't heard since, like, the Reagan administration. Like, who who's saying that? Like, who – it's unbelievable to me. Well, my question is, why did she say it? I guess, I, I guess she – well, I think she said it because she's a horrible person. <laughs> There's but a shock. I think what she – Wait a minute. I, I, well, I have the, the exact quote and here in an article if I don't know – Go for it. How, well, how, how – Don't. Don't, How many words can I use? Because the, use, the, there's some asterisks in here. So <laughs> use, use your discretion. So, but, well, know. basically, the context is like, like Mike had said, that the, this this person was hired and needed to relocate, and I guess it wasn't happening as fast as she wanted oh, so to. She be. just made a derogatory remark. She did, and and I mean, in the context of the article, it makes it sound like it was it was something said in jest, but still, an incredibly poor taste. Given where did she say it in public? In front of. Go ahead. Um, she said it directly to him on a phone call. So two days after, um, so, yeah. Could you imagine? Could she you- phoned. She phoned him, inquiring about his efforts to relocate. Where he explained he secured an apartment. It was then that he alleged that he heard the racial slur being uttered, and the statement was along the lines of a certain demographic of people, always so hmm. slow. Just keep it, keep it mellow. Okay. And then that, then that term was thrown out. I wonder. Do you think she was trying to be hip? He's trying to like, hey, look, I'm a hip racist. Well, <laughs> well, here's the other thing too. Like, she's also had a history of like uh, helping like predators back in the day. I don't know if you remember, she was on the Southwestern Community College Board oh, back right. in the day, yeah. and she was trying to help that uh, professor um, uh, who had pictures of nude students on there and yeah. all that stuff. And she and she still said, well, he's such a good and employee for us and stuff <sighs> like. Like, it, it's it's it's. Horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And we, and yet she's still getting support to this day. I don't understand. I, could you imagine getting a job with an elected official who you really never met before? Like right. this guy's from Sacramento. He's not from San Diego. Right. Right. It's not like he was getting a promotion and had worked with and her. And they had before. a relationship or they had a relationship. You know, right. Like basically pretty much a total stranger and soon to be but she his boss. Him. She, well, she, she picked him and then, and then I mean, out, of out of that. Out of a lineup. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she had to. And then she turns around and – It's so interesting. Uh, the three people on that board, they're, they're all high and mighty and talked about how, gee, you know, gun owners are such bad people. So she said this racial slur to somebody that she was hiring who's now filed a lawsuit. Uh, Monica Montgomery Stepp has uh, gone against her principles and she's implementing a program in San Diego 
that will absolutely uh, be used against uh, black and brown men uh, to make sure that they, there are more gun laws to arrest them, and which the exact definition of the institutional racism that she preaches to us about. And then, um, and then the other one, Tara Lawson Raymer, um, helped appoint a, a guy who made some disparaging marks about Israel, um, and, uh, what happened in, in October, that horrible, uh, you know, incident, uh, incident. uh, and, and there, and, and her comment when I was sitting there, I was actually sitting there listening. Her comment was, Hey, look, yeah, we're going to reappoint this guy to the human rights commission. Uh, but, uh, you got to understand, a lot of people on the Human Rights Commission have have said uh, weird things, questionable things. I think she said, and uh, so we're just going to get them some uh, some training, uh, not so that they don't say horrible things or, or don't think horrible things and are horrible people, but so they don't say them publicly. That was her solution oh, from the diet. There you go. Okay. And I'm going. Well, I can't believe you know, but is nobody's very few people are covering that, right? They're not up in arms. No, you no know, I mean, it's anything. absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, Nora Vargas, absolutely, absolutely horrible person. Now, why am I, why am I talking about this? Well, number one, it's interesting. <clears throat> you know, that these anti-gunners who are in office making decisions about your gun rights are, uh, you know, these pious, you know, hypocrites. Um, and, uh, uh, number two, we just put a voter guide out. Can so, I ask you a question on the voter guide? Yeah. Because Brittany was going to notify you if she didn't talk already. to her. Yeah. Oh, you did talk to her? About the, who, about. The mayor. So if there's nobody on our, if, if there's somebody you're like, hey, they don't have anybody listed, it means there's nobody worth voting for. Well, I think there were other people listed, but she didn't, she was going to call you. She was, she, so she was asking about who to vote for for San Diego mayor. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> they're all horrible. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, there's there's not a a least bad. They're I all, they're all okay. horrible. So we we said forget it. Um anyway, uh extremely important. Get involved, vote, help us change the county. I mean, these things are happening right here in your backyard. The last day to vote is March 5th. So if you haven't gotten your ballot in the mail yet, uh, go down to the Registrar of Voters office. You can vote there, um, but get your get your vote in. And then, of course, in November, we're going to have an even fuller uh, voter guide. And it's important. And Tara Lawson-Raymer, we, we got to make sure that she loses her job. Works for me. You know? So the, the other two will have zero control when it comes to the board. And uh, I think that's important because, man, it's, it's – it's, you know, I'm not partisan. I don't like Republicans. I don't like Democrats. I think that uh, the partisan politics is, has ruined uh, has ruined a lot of things. It's, and I, I really am I'm, I'm not I'm not a registered Republican. What about no label. De- yeah, decline the state. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> if you go back ten years or so, the Democrats said, "Hey, give us control of the city of San Diego. Give us control of the county of San Diego," and that's happened. You know, the city council of San Diego is. Totally Democrat. Mm-hmm. There's a majority in the county, and I would argue uh, the case is not made that they're doing a better job. Mm-mm. You know, is is San Diego, the city of San Diego, and the county of San Diego, are we better off now than we were ten and fifteen years ago? Absolutely not. No, no, not no. even close. So we got to get involved. We got to get the right people elected. Right. Um, there are there are eighteen cities. We're going to have people in I think just about every in every city that we need to vote for and help. And then uh, the county board we endorsed proudly endorsed Kevin Faulkner, right. who's going to help us take back that board so that we don't have to put up with these anti gun hypocrite bigot racists. <laughs> you know, and I'm not. It's not even hyperbole. You know, no, no, I mean, no, it's no. not even like I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm giving you actual incidents that. Are being reported on in the news, and I've witnessed. Right. It's and absolutely. Don't, and don't use that word no more. Witching. 
Hyperbole. Hi- hyperbole? Why? Yeah, because Pinhead uses it all the time. Who's Pinhead? Biden. Gotta be he uses hyperbole? Well, I was surprised you could do it. But I'm he, surprised he, he knows what it means. I, I, I thought you were going to call me Pinhead for a second. That's Steve. what I thought. <laughs> that's, I did too. Who, you? Yeah. yeah I thought you were going to call me Pinhead. You're the farthest thing from a Pinhead. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Trust me. Hyperbole. I, I'm going to use it every segment. I now. knew you would. I shouldn't even have said anything. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. <laughs> Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, Riverside, Sam Bernardino. Even the Bruin case, the gun grabbers are still getting more death, even more desperate. Let's face it, all these laws disarm only the people that would use a gun to defend themselves. Fight back and do something to defend your school amendment rights. Join Inland Empire gun owners right now. We're growing the 2A community are getting more pro 2A officials elected. Membership is only $10 a month. And joining is easy. Just go to IEGunOwners.com slash join. So we have some bills. You guys want to hear about them? We don't have to pay them, do we? No. No. They're not those kind of bills. Okay. And they're not automobiles. Oh. Uh, they're uh, bills that are going to turn into anti-gun laws. And they're pretty creative. They are creative. I have to hand it to them. <laughs> I'm a little jealous of just how creative they are. Yeah. They must have went to school. But they're horrible. Well, yeah, but they're creative. But they're creative. Yeah. You know, and I, I know like years ago, it's like, you know, you win a couple. Um, you lose a couple. Well, you win a couple and people are like, right, we're good. Nothing bad's ever going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I think something bad's going to happen again. Well, what? What could possibly? I don't know. But they'll think of it. Yeah, and it's, the only, it's always worse. <laughs> it's never better. They figured, I mean, they. I, I have to agree with you. They They have got some really smart people. You know, trying to take away our guns, but but they're the other side of that is they're grasping at straws. What you know? What's the old adage? Throw enough against the wall, yeah. see what sticks. Yeah. So the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, insurance, homeowners, renters, insurance. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, they're forcing the insurance companies in California. If you get your homeowners or renters insurance, they're forcing the. Uh, uh, insurance companies to list all your guns and how they're stored in your home. That's that's what has to go on your your application. I haven't had to do that yet. And the funny thing, well, it hasn't it's it's still a bill. It hasn't passed. Oh. The funny thing is is they're saying, "Well, gee, we're supporting the insurance companies." That's that's kind of the narrative, you know? Like, well, we got to, you know, we got the insurance companies need this. <laughs> the insurance companies don't they don't need a bill. They don't need a law Mm-mm. to change their application. No. If the insurance companies wanted to do this, they would just do it. They don't have to. So, you know, this is being mandated. The other part of it is um, it's kind of a roundabout registry because um, all this information gets sent to California DOJ. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it just sits there in the file, you know, that California DOJ gets gets their, their gun, uh, your, your, all of your guns, if you have, you know, homeowners or renters, which – you know, <clears throat> who doesn't have homeowners or renters in California, right? I mean, you pretty much, pretty much have to, especially mm-hmm. if you're a gun owner. Uh, yeah, gun owner. 
So that's bill number one. Is that is that nice? Oh, yeah. Something new? Something fresh? AB3067 if you want to follow it. Yeah. Thank you. AB3067. I'm like I, the worst. I can't remember numbers at all. I know we can't remember names either. But do you, rem- <laughs> have you ever got your driver's license that you could renew it without having to go to DMV? And just get it by mail? Yeah. Yeah. I had to go this last time, though, about a month ago. I yeah, but you it. should see my, my wife just got hers. And she goes, I'm not filling this out. Why? I go, what do you mean? What is it? Just look what it says. It asks about what your vote, what, how you're going to vote, you know, what party. And if you don't. You can register. You can yeah. re-register. Yeah, motor voter. Yeah, but it says if you don't, then you can't do this and you can't do that. And then it was just, it just asked a lot of really, you know, very, you know, weird questions yeah, intrusive. to get a driver's license. Well, okay, so that's number one, Bill. Okay, number sorry, two, Bill, I is the uh, – that's the workaround. That's the, you know, the uh, kind of roundabout way to, to create a registration, a gun, gun registration. The other one is an actual registration bill. <laughs> They're actually going to force you to register all your guns annually and pay a fee. Right. Every single year. And you don't know what the fee is. They won't tell you what the fee Not is. Yet. But they do have a way. They, they've they've spelled out how they can raise the fee. Mm-hmm. They oh, basically sure. say, "Look, the fee it's a fee, not a tax, so it can only cover expenses. And if we need to raise it, we'll raise it." Right? Isn't that nice of them? Of course. At, again, it's they're going to do whatever they can. And well, again, it's throwing stuff against the wall and see what sticks. You know, and looking back at the insurance, the, the first one that you mentioned, the three zero six seven. There's there's three different points. I'm, I'm got it right here in front of me. Go for it. Three different questions that they're asking for people for the insurance companies to collect. And one of them, if you know anything about criminal storage, right there, they're going to have all the info they need if they want to come after you for criminal storage. Because number three, that's really what they're getting at. So just plead the fifth. You can just write, I plead the fifth. I mean, they're, they're asking for number of firearms kept in a vehicle located on the property subject to the applicable insurance policy. And if any, whether they are stored securely in a locked container while not in use. So transport laws and safe storage laws. You know, if, if you don't answer that right, you, you've just admitted to violating. Right. Well, the registration bill, which I, if you have, if you can look mm-hmm. up that. Yeah, I, I, I do have it right here. The registration bill. That was 1160. I remember that. Uh, is, uh, they're, the, so the money they're raising, you know what they're spending it on? Anti-gun. No, they're, they're spending it on that program. Oh. That's it. Like there's no, <laughs> like they're like, look, we need to tax your guns so we can pay for this program that taxes your guns. Like that's it. It's just this big circle. Like there's not uh, there's not like a need there's nothing there they're not like hey look so what I'm saying is hey we need to tax um you know uh w- you know so that we can fill potholes right we got to tax your your gas yeah, you know that's going well too <laughs> yeah I know right <laughs> so but at least there's a reason they're like look we're gonna tax your gas and then we're gonna use some of that money to fill potholes so at least there's like a reason right with this there's no reason it's just <laughs> it's just hey this program we got to put this program in place so we can raise money for this program we put in place is there somebody like running it that makes half a million a year or something like salary like some of those ridiculous ones you uh, see we have well oh, so sure. the one behind it is senator portentino portentino he's portentino. horribly anti gun mm-hmm. so i now this violates federal law there is actually a federal law that is uh, back in the 80s reagan signed a law that said uh, it's the firearms owners protection act something like that where you can't have a registry. You can't have a, a, a registry. So in this bill, it's I'm paraphrasing, but I swear it, it's not hyperbole, Dave. I swear it basically <laughs> says um, this isn't a registry, okay, but we need to register your guns so that we have this registry. You know, it's it, it's basically saying, but it's not a registry. We're not going to use it as a registry. Right. 
this registry, registry that we're doing. That's yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand how. I don't understand how, how stupid they, they think we are. Here's verbatim what they have in the bill. It says this is an important tool to remind all citizens of their civic responsibility that comes with owning a firearm. So every time you pay that bill, you're going to be reminded of how responsible you need to be. Well, I got to tell you, it, it is. I think it is a civic responsibility to own a gun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do you need a, do you need a fee to, <laughs> to remind you of that? Have to pay every month or every year. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we start taxing people that don't own guns? I mean, they're not fulfilling their civic obligation. Or sue them. Right? In fact, that's what we should do. We should tax people who don't own guns to fund this registration, <laughs> you know, since they're not fulfilling There's their civic duty. for you. It's, well, this all going to be like, and that's the other thing. All these things, any bill they pass is 10 years and a million dollars. That's what it takes to right. kill right. it in court. So, anyway, those are the two bills, Dave. What do you think? Wait, there's a third Terrible. one. What's the, oh. what's, what, what's the third one? There's a third bill. Great, Mike. Way to prepare. Yeah, really. You're on top of it. I Who's know. our producer? Um, blame it on oh, else. safe hand. Okay, so the other one is uh, they all kind of tie together, right? You have the insurance company that creates a registry, the registry that creates a registry that makes you tell how you're storing your guns, uh, you know, or the insurance how to, how to store your guns. And then there's actually a gun storage law that they're trying to pass. It's basically identical to the one they passed in like Encinitas and Del Mar. They tried to pass it in La Mesa. They passed it in San Diego. And if you're not physically touching your gun, it has to be locked or inoperable has nothing to do with kids if you have kids um you 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 no kid can have access to your gun period or a prohibited person or a prohibited person and that's already a law it's already a law in california so if you have kids you can't leave your gun on the night on the nightstand according to california not law. only if you have kids if you have kids or prohibited persons that come into your home for any reason they don't even right. have to be yours Right. Grandkids that come regularly. Right. Kids cannot have access to firearms. Boom, period. No wiggle room. Already it's not a, a gray area. Already a law. So this doesn't affect that at all. This doesn't make kids more safe. It doesn't have anything to do with people with kids. It's not going to save kids' lives. Nothing like that. This is for, like, single women who need to defend themselves because they live alone. They're no longer going to be able to have their gun on the nightstand or on the dresser or whatever when they're taking a shower or whatever. Um, so those are the three three big bills that are happening, three anti-gun bills that are happening. Here in California? Here in California. If they pass, uh, and they're probably going to change a little bit. They're going to go through different committees. They're going to say, hey, we're going to add this or subtract that or rewrite this section or whatever. And then they'll vote in like August, I'm guessing. And then they'll pass and they'll go into, uh, they'll go into, um, uh, effect January 1st. We'll lawyer up. We'll have to sue, hopefully. We'll hopefully get an injunction. It's this whole, you know, kabuki theater. It's whole song and dance. That it is. Adam, you're shaking your head. It's you just, this doesn't make you happy? It's just, one of the things, so for me, one of the cool things that I get, you know, what I do is meet a lot of people. And I hear a lot of people's stories and things like that. And I think literally last week uh, I was up at uh, North County Shooting Center. Mm-hmm. Shout out North County Shooting Center. Actually, at your guys stopping by the tabletop. And I was heading in, and I happened to be kind of standing there, and a a girl walks up with her friend and her friend's kid. And they were coming to a a, a range and store for the first time, and I happened to just start talking to her. She said, yeah, she goes, I have actually, like, an active stalker Mm. right now. And she said, even law enforcement said I should get a gun to Mm. protect myself. So that's, I mean, that's one example. But, you know, I mean, everything you're saying, all that does is, is hurt. People like that. I was surprised when when we first got CCWs issued in San Diego and we started teaching the classes. I really honestly thought it was just going to be a bunch of gun guys learning how to get their CCW. 
I was really and continue to be surprised at how many, you know, women who have stalkers, you know, pull me aside after a seminar and they're like, hey, I got to talk to you about something specific. Mm -hmm. I was really surprised. Um, I guess I shouldn't be. But the government doesn't want to hear those stories. Nope. Of course not. Well, not only do they not want to hear, but the uh, the elected officials would uh, try to make the argument that uh, she shouldn't be able to have a gun. Right. That she's less safe when she's right. able to defend herself. By the way, that Thank third you. one you're talking about is, is SP-53. And in Thank addition you. to having to have it unloaded, locked, and stored, it has to be in a DOJ-approved lockbox. So you got to replace if you don't have a DOJ-approved storage situation. You'll have to be investing some money if this passes. If. It's only if. money. Right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM Gun Owners Radio, we are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia, Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at GunOwnersRadio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you need to help the Orange County gun owners get the right people elected in Orange County. People will stand up and protect your gun rights. How do you do it? By becoming a member today. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join. Now is the time to join the growing number of gun owners who care and want to protect our Second Amendment rights. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join and become a member today. All right, winners, prizes, and events. Subscribe and win. Subscribe to our email list and win some swag. This week's winner is Greg Tipton. Congratulations, Greg. Please email us at prizes at gunownersradio.com to claim your T-shirt or your hat. And uh, let us know what, what size T-shirt you want. Congratulations, Greg. If you want to win, all you got to do is go to gunownersradio.com, sign up for our uh, newsletter, our email, and uh, you might win some cool swag. All right, so we're talking about the gun show. Let's talk about uh, a couple of the cool things. Again, we have Adam here from USCCA. You guys are the title sponsor. Why was it important for you guys to be the title sponsor? Well, I mean, I mean, Mike, you know, we've been working together for a long time, uh, mm -hmm. known each other for a long time, and I'm, I try to be, you know, really involved in San Diego and the community and everything like that. And um, obviously, USCCA is training and education's one of the main things that that the organization does. Um, and so, especially when you know, I heard that. We're doing all these mini classes, all this kind of educational stuff like that. Um, you know, almost everybody there is a, is a partner with USCCA already. Um, and, you know, just to support all that stuff in the community and get people more training and education. Adam, I, I do really like USCCA. You guys are really good at, at building a community. I, I think that's uh, extremely commendable. Um, your, your product is important. Absolutely. You know, if I tell people at the CCW seminars, if you've made – I tell them first off, I say, hey, look. If you get your, if six months from now you get your permit, 
and you carry for the next 30 years, how many times are you going to pull from concealment and have to get shots on target to save your life? Probably never. You know, probably statistically, probably never, right? But um, uh, if you do, if you've made the decision that, hey, that's a real possibility, you know, I got to get my CCW, then you've also, it's the exact same, you know, uh, possibility um, that you're going to need USCCA. You're going to need a, an attorney to bail you out. You're going to need an attorney to, uh, you know, get you through the case. Um, so, uh, you just can't, I mean, it's not, I know it's, it's not just for people with CCWs, but if you have a CCW and you don't have USCCA, I I don't know what you're thinking. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, I mean, you've seen it even getting, uh, and I see it too, and out in the field, if you will, the people that then have something happen and it's kind of like, oh crap, you know, what do I do now? I know you got the ones recently that hit you up. Yeah, Um, it it is. You, you, you do, you, you guys have some success stories. Um, like, hey, this happened to me, USCCA took good care of me, and it's a big success story. We, we have a couple of stories coming up um, in the next couple months that are not success stories because they didn't have USCCA. Well, do you have to have a concealed carry permit? No, absolutely to not. To buy from you? Not at all. No. They're not even firearm specific. They're self-defense. But see, I'm, a lot of people Coverage. that I talk to about mm-hmm. it, they think, well, I haven't got a CCW. No, I don't need a CCW. I mean, especially if you got a firearm in your house, or I mean, I, I've seen cases and incidents come through that are not even gun related. I think we talked about last time yeah. I was on about the, the knife incident, right? Right. You know, right, so right. It's, it doesn't have to be even a What's gun. What's the average cost a month? Uh, thirty to fifty bucks. Really? That's it. I got the fifty dollar one. I'm paying seventy nine for my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> well, the and the cool thing too it tells you I everything. Don't know, I don't know what tells well, you everything. The cool thing, the cool thing about that too, though, even the, the cost of the membership, you have the legal side of it, but there's also, you're getting a lot of benefit in the meantime, all the training side and education stuff you can utilize. Right. Ideally help you keep you out of trouble. Well, yeah, first of course. Place, you know, mm-hmm. but there are two, we're going to have two, we're going to interview two people coming up here in the next couple months who did not have USCCA. Mm-hmm. They were both involved in a defensive gun use situation. Neither one of them even pulled the trigger or had to pull the trigger. They just had to show the fact they had a gun and it, it stopped the incident. Both of them had to pay thousands oh, I know. of dollars. Like tens mm-hmm. of thousands of dollars. Now, is that mm-hmm. a package deal? Like if you buy it, can you get a family pack? Uh, so the the membership, the primary one, you can add your spouse for half price. Okay. And they actually get the full benefit then of everything okay. with the membership as well. So say 50 plus 25? Yes. Exactly. Somewhere in that area. Yeah. Um, and then the nice thing, though, too, even with the membership, uh, the primary member – has their family even covered in the household? So even if you, as the member, weren't home, God forbid something happened in your home, uh, your family's even covered. But you can add spouses for half the price, and then they get the full benefit of it. How much for my Rottweiler? <laughs> can I get a discount? <laughs> can you conceal that thing? There's no way. <laughs> That'd be tough. So uh, we're going to talk to Adam more in the next segment here. No. The, uh, no. Oh, I was just checking. Uh, San Diego Gun Show, March 2nd and 3rd. That's this weekend. This coming up weekend, a week from now. Tickets are on sale. There's so much to see and do, especially Second Amendment movie night. Uh, so get your tickets by February 27th, and you can win some awesome prizes. Sign up to donate some blood. I'm donating a couple of units of blood, I think, at noon. There are lots of vendors. We're going to have over 100 vendors. We're going to have 10 plus, at least 10, might be more, but 10 tables of guns. Um, lots of really cool vendors. All kinds of cool things. Um, if you donate blood, you're going to get a really cool goodie bag that a bunch, a bunch of our vendors have thrown uh, stuff in for our goodie bag. So that's kind of cool. 
Um, and a Band-Aid. And a Band-Aid. You'll get a Band-Aid. Uh, so go to get your tickets. Gunownersradio.com slash gun show. Gunownersradio.com. It's real easy, folks. Trust com. me. Yeah. If Dave can do if it. I can do it. You can do it. We want you to, here's what we want you to do. Buy tickets to the show. Yep. And the movie. Sign up. Well, I'm getting there. Sign up for a class. Buy tickets to the movie. And sign up to donate blood. And volunteer. And, and possibly volunteer. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole day it's right a, It's there. a great day. Yeah. Well, you're going to be there all day anyway. It might as well be worthwhile. That's it. And you might, you get a burger too. What? Is there a beer garden too, right? There's yeah. a beer, beer garden. garden. Yeah. And do the beer before you give the blood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about Make that. Make it worth a while. You get your tickets yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. More giveaways. Prize drawing at gun show. Enter to win at the symposium, the STCGO table, uh, or movie night. You can only enter at the gun show. Um, so we're having a really cool uh, raffle. There's actually a couple, but one is for Not Me to support Not Me California, our 501c3. Right. Thanks to our good buddy Russ, who's just the most awesomest guy that's ever walked the planet. Uh, you can buy a ticket for 50 bucks and you will get a chance at winning one of 10 ARs. We're going to pick 10 winners mm-hmm. and you could win one of 10 ARs. I suppose if you buy a couple of tickets, you might win uh, more than one. Um, Ruger American 300 blackout bolt action rifle. That's if you come to the, uh, movie, you could win that. The Mantis Blackbeard Prairie Fire Carbine class. Carbine, carbine. Dave? Carbine. Carbine. Adam? I say carbine. 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 Where's Sam? Later. Uh, we'll, we'll have to ask him. And, the, and the Mantis Blackbeard, for anybody who doesn't know, that's your, your AR training system. Yeah, it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a $350 yeah. value. Yep. Condor has stepped up. Condor has given us their multi, or given us a multi cam prime pack 21L backpack worth 120 bucks. And then also up for grabs, two tickets to gun prom, which I think we're about a month away from talking about gun prom, by the way. It's coming along nicely. It's coming along. But don't take, gonna, your, don't take your eye, don't take your eye off the ball, Dave. Where are we going to do? Don't it? take your eye off the ball. It's all about do? the gun show this, the, right now. It's at the Omni in Carlsbad. Why don't we go to the Legacy? We are for the gun show this weekend. Are, are you going to be there? Good transition. I'm definitely going to be. I'm going to be there all weekend. <laughs> Except I got to do this radio show Did on you Sunday. Get a room? Did you get a room? I didn't get a room. <clears throat> sleep in the parking lot. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to set up a tent. You should. I'm going to set up a tent. <laughs> a we should have. We should have like a a, a gun show uh, slumber party. Whack. We That'd be cool. Whack. Yeah. Well, you're going to be playing Red Dawn. I know, right? That'd be cool. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blue, Blue Dusk. Shadow or whatever. Yeah, Blue Dusk. All right, let's take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey. Hey. Not me. It's for women. By women. And it's designed to help women with training, purchasing a gun, and getting a concealed carry permit. Hey, guess what? It's totally free. If you're a woman or you know a woman who needs help, have her sign up and we will give her the help she needs. To sign up, just go to notmesd.org or come to the gun show this weekend. So, Adam, uh, one of my favorite speakers, you guys uh, have helped us. Uh, you, you actually introduced me to Gary. 
Yeah. He's he's such a good dude. I, I, he, he was coming to our meetings and he, was, he did our shooting socials. Um, but, you know, we, we have so many members. Uh, sometimes I, I just can't, I, you know, I can't meet everybody in depth. And you had such good things to say about Gary Gibson um, that, uh, you know, we, we took the time and, and met him. And it, it's, he's been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, even uh, even how I met him too. Uh, so I met him actually in a in a CCW class. He was renewing his permit, mm. and uh, he had been a member of USCCA for years, just on his own. And we started talking during the break, and he was kind of sharing some info with us about some cases. Mm. And you know, because the first time I met him, I didn't know his resume. I'm kind of picking up that he has a lot of experience. And I said, I was like, Gary, why aren't you one of our attorneys in the network? Because USCCA has a network of attorneys throughout the country. And he said, yeah, I, I don't know. Let me send me the paperwork. And I did. And, you know, I mean, he took five minutes to vet him because his resume is amazing. Dude's a pit bull. He's amazing as an attorney. If, if, if he, he's absolutely is amazing. He's a really good dude. So he is one of the speakers. Um, yeah. At the symposium that USCCA is. Sponsoring the gun show this weekend again. Thank you so much. Can't can't say yeah. thanks enough. Well, yeah, I wanted to get him. Uh, you know, just as opposed to you know one of us kind of talking as as a bonus. Uh, you know, because he has handled, as you guys know, he's handled cases even from USCCA where he's been paid by USCCA. Because you know, thankfully, the person was a member and it was covered. He's the other side of it too, where they you know got it after the fact. But um, that's why I thought it, it would add a little more kind of realness to the to the talk and everything. A little juice, a little spice. Yeah, exactly. It's going to get spicy. What, what What's he going to talk about? Do you, do you have any – do you give us a preview? Yeah, so I know uh, he always has a really cool presentation, um, but uh, talking a little bit about some of the cases and uh, how he approaches, you know, self-defense cases, and it's really cool when you see it firsthand from an, from a defense attorney that's defending someone who defended themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to – he can show you, you know, real case examples that happened here in San Diego – uh, what happened, what he did. Uh, I think he's, he's won every one of them, which is awesome. Uh, and then his perspective as well on, uh, like what you should do if you are in a defensive incident. And he, uh, he's, uh, responsible for, uh, people kept coming up to me and saying, Hey, Gary Gibson's got this case. This guy, you know, had a gun. He's, you know, CCW holder and, uh, you know, he's having a real difficult time. And I'm, you know, I'm going, yeah, you know, he's going to have a difficult time in, in, in California. Uh, I didn't know the specifics of the case. We had Gary come talk about the case specifically, and it was a soup sandwich. I could not believe. Uh, so we met with the DA, Gary and I both, and uh, talked to them about the case and uh, how basically the, the the CCW guy shouldn't have been treated the way he was treated is really what it boils down to. Um, he was, uh, you know, he was uh, defending himself. And uh, uh, the uh, district attorney, Summer Stephan, said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this pilot program. If you are a CCW holder and you're involved in a uh, defensive gun use situation, you're going to get investigated by the same you know, unit uh, that uh, investigates uh, cops when there's a, a cop shooting. And we thought, okay, well, that's good. Because it was clear that the junior DA and whoever investigated the case – just didn't understand defensive gun use law. Like, that's where things got all wrapped around the... Or, honestly, because uh, one of the cool things, uh, I, I actually watched a lot of that trial, because that did go to a, a full trial, and I, you know, I'm kind of a nerd with some of that stuff, so I was watching it. And the other thing, too, that DA honestly had no idea what he was talking about, even with yeah. firearms. Yeah, he had absolutely no idea. That's not hyperbole. Not at all. He really, truly... 
had no idea what he was talking about. It was, which, I don't know, on the one hand, you know, okay, every attorney in the world can't know everything about everything. Right. Number one. But number two, you know, you're about to ruin somebody's life. Well, I mean, you, you know, you, like you, get to know, get an expert in there. That and when you, like you said, when you look at the case, you know, you got the guy, the attacker, who's obviously a complete dirtbag, and the other guy who's with his wife, who is a obviously upstanding, right. you know, citizen, military vet, even all all the above, you know, really good dude. Um, exactly what you said. Like, why why are we putting this guy through this? So that pilot program happened, and then a couple months ago, another defensive gun use happened. Um, and, uh, this, the, the CCW holder was getting put through the ringer and, uh, they were saved by the pilot program. So it worked. It was really, really, really perfect. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have that guy come on. He didn't have USCCA. If he had had USCCA, he would have spent whatever, 30, 40 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And that would have been that. Instead, he spent tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I, I was it that much? Do you know? Anyway, uh, thousands at, at, at least. least. At least, at least 10. Uh, so Gary's going to talk about. I, I think that's great. Do not miss Gary's talk. No, absolutely. He's besides the information. Um, he's extremely entertaining to listen to and, and makes it fun as well. And like I said, you're getting you know real information of how stuff has happened here in town. I hope he's listening. Think Gary's listening. I hope so. Yeah, dude's a superstar. Um, okay, so we're gonna have uh, Gary. We're gonna have all kinds of in person classes. So there's two two components here. There's the symposium where you're going to get to listen to people for free, and they're going to give lectures on whatever they're an expert on. And then there are classes that you can pay for. For example, the Red Cross CPR AED class where you can actually get certified to uh, be a, a CPR person. What do you call that, Alicia? CPR certified. CPR certified. Yeah. Um, stop the bleed classes, how to build a med kit, handgun mastery, dry fire, how to draw from a holster, uh, real estate safety, real estate agent safety is, is super important. You know, it's funny, uh, a lot of the real estate folks that I know, the trade magazines that are generated outside of the state talk about guns, CCWs, and self-defense pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. California, they don't talk about it at all. Well, the, so <laughs> that that's uh, actually a, a USCCA course. Uh, that's kind of what's, what's cool with the USCCA kind of being modern and staying up with everything. They developed that course – Specifically for people in real estate, because you know, if you look at it, it's statistically it's actually a dangerous job. Yeah, a lot of our victims of crime, uh, you know, because it's easy if you know, if you're a criminal, think like a criminal, right? You got a real estate agent by themselves. Yeah, I'm a, a I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm all dressed up. Exactly. I'm going to go sit in a house alone, and I'm going to invite the entire world to come see me in this house. Exactly. When I got my permit, the clerk that I worked with, it was just, we were just kind of just conversing and having discussion. And she told me that the, the top three professions of people at this time, this is before Bruin and everything, top three professions of people look, uh, coming to get their CCWs, uh, real estate, uh-huh. doctors and lawyers. Yeah. So the real estate, you know, we were yep. arguing with the previous sheriffs a, a lot, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. look, we, we, you know, we want to make this, this change so that you can start issuing. The thing that really broke it open were female realtors. That's what really broke. He kind of, I don't know how to put it. I don't, he did a great job, so I certainly don't want to say anything bad because he, he came around and I'm so thankful. But I think that was kind of the, that, that was kind of the foot in the door. Like he didn't really have a defense. Like, hey, why don't you want a female realtor mm-hmm. to be able to defend herself? And that's what yeah. really broke open CCWs in San Diego. Well, and when I said last segment too about, you know, meeting and hear a lot of stories, I can't tell you how many, uh, realtors I met and especially women that were had, you know, thankfully they're okay, but had really close calls with, you know, dangerous situations 
doing that work. <clears throat> women live in a completely different world. I've definitely learned that from the women I know in my life. Um, they do not live, you know, you're a big guy. You're, you're, I, I wouldn't mess with you, you know, at all with, on any level. Um, Alicia would. <laughs> She'd take him out. Alicia probably win too. That's a whole She'd different. She'd take him out. He wouldn't have a prayer. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta tell you, the, the world that women live in is a completely and totally different world than the world that men live in. Even men that aren't as enormously intimidating as Adam. Um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, I mean, I, 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 it doesn't surprise me at all that, uh, you know, realtors and, you know, doctors and lawyers, it makes a whole lot of sense. So, so if you know any realtors, uh, real estate agent safety is happening at the gun show and that is a USCCA, uh, uh curriculum. Who's teaching? You know who's teaching? Yeah, so uh, Personal Protection Academy. You guys know uh, Aaron and Mike Pettengill. Mm-hmm. Oh They're, my gosh, yeah. love Mike. Uh, yeah, they'll be uh, they'll be doing a bunch of those classes. Like the all the the medical type classes is Aaron. Uh, she's a you know trauma nurse, crazy crazy resume as well in what she does. She's an amazing instructor too. And then uh, Michael, I think we're doing a lot of the the uh, kind of firearms classes in that too. Uh, shout out real quick. I'll, I'll Plug yeah. that too. Uh, they actually, if you guys didn't know, they just opened a uh, physical location yep. up in Murrieta, which is awesome. Grand opening. Just was there last night for their grand opening. It's really, really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That went well. Great. I know Inland Empire Gun Owners, we promoted it on uh, social media, so I, I'm glad it went well. Yeah, it was great. So any special promotions at the USCCA table? For gun show attendees, uh, we'll have a, a lot of info there. You know, uh, different things for classes and whatnot, and training. And then uh, anybody signing up, we always have a nice little training kit. People can actually take home, help you practice, and, and get better, and everything like that. Uh, and a bunch of us will be there. You know, from USCCA all weekend to answer any questions and, and help and everything like that. So you're gonna sign people up as well. Absolutely, it is. I mean, I really do like the because you guys. It's owned by Delta, Delta Defense, which is an insurance company. No, not technically. No, that's no, not. No, 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 so you're wrong. I totally messed you're up. You're totally screwed up. All right, let's go to commercial. No, no. So <laughs> Delta, Delta Defense is what's, the, what's the hype release? Delta Defense LLC, <laughs> a company that basically is a service provider to the organization. Okay, they're the service right. provider. I get really all I was going. All I was going is I like the fact that USCCA is. It's not like like this is their business. This is what they do. It's not like it's. ABC Insurance Company, who's offering, you know, this is their 175th product, you know, and you got like a bank, yeah, you know, <clears throat> so they really are gun folks. In fact, USCCA uh, um, is, uh, I, I know they they started talking a couple years about ago about endorsing candidates and and actually getting involved in politics and that sort of thing. They started out as a gun magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're legitimate gun folk, which I really really like. It makes it, it it's a lot more. Com- I don't know how else to put it. It's a lot more comfortable. You know, rather than going to, like I said, XYZ Insurance and here's our gun guy, you know, it's actually a company that's dedicated to the mm-hmm. Second Amendment mm-hmm. and shooters and, and, and beca- what I what I really appreciate is because gun laws are ever changing, right? They are with Delta Defense being the core, a big a big part of what they are. In addition to the training, as I trust their information they put out, I trust the reciprocity map, I trust all the legal information to be up to date and current for all the places that people travel and go, even even those without a permit, Dave. Are they as quick as you? <laughs> Quicker. No, it's it's a cool resource, like Alicia's saying. You know that they, I mean, they literally have teams back there in Wisconsin that work Wisconsin. daily, Wisconsin. you know, keeping track of the laws. You know, you go usca.com/slash/laws. You can keep up and look at all the laws and rules of every state. Uh, wow. The app, even on your phone, you'll get an app for that. They're head, they're headquartered in Wisconsin. Where are they? Like Wausau or Menominee, uh, West Bend. West Bend, I don't know where that is, but that's the only, that's like the only Wisconsin town name that sounds normal. It was like uh, about 40, 40 minutes north of Milwaukee. Milwaukee, cool. 
Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to keep talking to you, of course. Yeah. We got a whole bunch, bunch more to here. say, but I just, uh, I, I'm just so grateful. Um, you know, this is, uh, this gun show is something that, uh, Rich is working so hard on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, there's a vision. You know, we really want to make this thing special and neat and cool and a destination and useful and fun. And, uh, we couldn't do it without guys like, uh, USCCA supporting us. All right, let's take a break. You listen to Gun Owners Radio FM, ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, do you belong belong to a member-based organization with a bad website? Well, it looks old. It's hard to use, and it just doesn't help your organization grow. Well, maybe you didn't know, but Safe Street specializes in helping member-based organizations. They helped SDCGO and have also helped other companies like the YMCA, National City Chamber of Commerce, and a whole lot more. They can help with your website, too. Membership dues and emails and social media. Leave frustration behind and call Sage Tree today. Getting started is easy. Just visit sagetree.com and click on the Schedule an Appointment button. That's sagetree.com. And click on that schedule an appointment button now. Yeah, go to sdcgo.org. Check out our website. We actually get a lot of compliments on our website, uh, how good it looks and how useful it is. And Sage Tree just uh, redid our website. So if you like our website even a little, uh, contact Sage Tree because they treat us so well. Then Rich is just a great all-around dude. So we had a lot going on. You know, last week we had the uh, monthly meetings. We had uh, North County Shooting Center. That same night, we had a CCW seminar at Discount Gun Mart, um, but the meet, that was Tuesday. And Dane White. Do you know Dane? I don't. Dane's the mayor of uh, Escondido. So you guys want to hear another political story, a local political story? Of course. So uh, Is it a good one? Well, <laughs> probably it's, not. It's a confirming is one. Is it funny? I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> well, if it's funny. Dane White is an awesome dude. He's been a member of San Diego County Gun Owners. We endorsed him when he was on the uh, uh, school board. Or, I'm sorry, uh, school uh, uh, school board. Um, he and then, was funny. Yeah. And then he ran for uh, mayor of Escondido. And he's like the youngest mayor ever. And he's a good dude. And uh, he uh, um, uh, on when I was there for the county when they were doing their thing, he showed up because Tara Lawson Reamer is looking to put a big, huge homeless shelter right in the middle of Escondido, mm-hmm. and didn't bother to talk to Escondido. Just said, "Hey, we're doing it." So he didn't find out till like the day before. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" You know. So he comes down to talk, and he. Introduced himself very professionally, said, hey, you know, we're actually working on this already. We're working on shelters. We're trying to handle this. You know, she's not even, you know, in his district. Like, she's on uh, uh, coastal. And so she's just deciding, well, they're not putting a homeless shelter in Encinitas and Del Mar. They're going to go stick it in Escondido. 
So, right? Whole NIMBY, you know. So uh, he's like, look, um, you know, work with us. Like, we're working on this right now. We want to be a part of the process, but that area that you're talking about is horrible. So it gets time for her to talk again, and she goes, wow, uh, I'm so glad that a, a representative from uh, Escondido, uh, uh, you know, Joel Anderson had to lean over and say, that's the mayor. <laughs> He's the mayor of Escondido. She didn't even know who the mayor is. She's trying to stick him with this homeless shelter well, sure. in, you know, in, in their backyard, not her backyard, not, not her precious taxpayer's backyard. And she doesn't even know who the mayor is after he introduced himself. Amazing. Anyway, <clears throat> where was I going with that? I have no idea. So, uh, Tara Lawson Raymond stinks. I think that's where I was going with that. But, uh, uh, dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> you had us on the edge of the, our seats. We we're waiting. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the big punchline is she didn't even know she's going to put this major homeless shelter in the middle of Escondido that's not even in her district without even talking to Escondido. And when the mayor of Escondido showed up to talk to her and introduces to himself, she still didn't know who, who he was. Didn't care. Well, either. she didn't, she doesn't, she say didn't she doesn't care. That's the key. Yeah. That's the punchline. I really think, I gotta say, if you live in Escondido, um, you know, Kevin Faulkner is running in the district next to you. If you live in Escondido, your, your county board, uh, is, uh, your county board guy is, is Jim Desmond. But if you live in Escondido, you need to get involved with Kevin Faulkner's campaign. Mm-hmm. You need to get that guy elected because Tara Lawson Raymer is looking at sticking a homeless shelter right in your, right in, right the, in the center of town, right where all the, like the business district is and yeah. everything. Right Not for city. your homeless people, Escondido. But for all their undesirables, right. and Encinitas and Cardiff and all the places that, uh, you know, the rich people don't, you know, they care about the homeless, but they don't want to help them unless they stick them in Escondido. Well, did you see where Bill Wells uh, from El Cajon, you know him? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, mayor of El Cajon, and he's yep. running for Congress. Yeah, well, he just found out that they're going to drag all of these all these uh, these immigrants that are coming in at Hocumba. They're taking them to El Cajon, and he knew nothing about it. Odd size. Just same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Going to just drop, I think, 800 of them, I think, without him knowing a thing. Well, <clears throat> so we, okay, so we had our, uh, we had our, our monthly meeting on Tuesday. It went really, really well. Dane was a, a guest speaker. Uh, he introduced a couple other people that are running for office. There's a huge opportunity to take over Escondido when it comes to making sure that Escondido's uh, pro second amendment, which that's a city that it's a no brainer. It's got to, it's got to be pro second amendment. Um, and then, uh, uh, then we had it at Poway Weapons and Gear. Another great meeting. Bunch of people uh, came and uh, you know had a lot of fun and uh, ate some pizza and talked about some of the things that we talked about here on the uh, show. And then of course Thursday was Labella's Pizza. Uh, another great uh, uh, meeting it was run by Garrison. Uh, and by the way, for Tuesday's meeting at North County Shooting Center, big thank you to Elliot. Elliot is such a such a, a important part of San Diego County gun owners. There's nothing that guy won't do to help. I mean, he is just all over the place. You know Elliot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk to Elliot all the time. Yep. Great He's guy. The best. Elliot He's is the best. the best, man. So big thanks to Elliot. Um, thanks to Garrison for doing the meeting down in uh, South County as well. And then we had uh, uh, Desi also had a women's. What well, talk about the? What, what was it? Was it pepper spray? So yeah. So for for the not me, um, for the not me women, we did a a class on Thursday. It was it was about a situational awareness and a pepper spray. And so 
we packed in, you know, I did not get an official headcount, but I know the number of registrations and RSVPs was a little over 30. Nice. And the room was full. Nice. And that was so, Thursday yeah. night. It was Thursday night. And we have another class coming up this coming Thursday, another women's class. This one is going to be, um, we're using the image-based decisional drill system from oh, the Complete wow. Combatant. Yeah. So it's it's taking some real-life scenarios and you know, kind of allowing the women in a safe, in a safe environment to allow themselves to kind of think scenarios through, um, to have some role play. And it's, it's, you know, when I first went, um, to my first class as a student and then I later became a trainer, um, through, through, um, um, yeah. yes. Yeah. So <laughs> you're a trainer for the, yeah, for, for the, Brian's. Uh, Brian, thank yeah. you, Brian. Brian's name was escaping me. So, you know, I went into it not knowing what to expect. You know, I read up a little bit about it and I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what it, what it was, if it was really going to be anything all that useful, if I was going to get much out of it. And it was, it was, it's a pretty amazing opportunity. You know, like we were kind of talking earlier, you know, you can think things through, you can talk things through, but when that adrenaline goes and you get yourself put in that situation, now this is just role play in a safe place. However, it allows, you'll, you'll feel that there is a bit of an escalation. Your adrenaline starts moving and you're expected to make really what it is. You want to make one good first decision. And, you know, sometimes when, when, you know, and, and when you have certain tools, you are going to go for sometimes the highest level of defense. And so there's, it's an oppor- it's a learning opportunity. You and know, d- so does you organize that through not me? Organize through not me. Correct. And I'll be running it. And you're running it. Yeah. How cool is that? It's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. then Saturday we had a couple of tabletops, Rick and again, Elliot ran some tabletops mm-hmm. and they kicked butt and, uh, you know, uh, Preach to the preach to the uh, to uh, to the sinners there about the city kind of gun owners and how they need to get involved. And then this morning we had Guns and Moses, Alex Dobleveski, who's uh, runs Guns and Moses. He's also a uh, San Diego County Gun Owners board member. And uh, I think we had like twenty people there today for Guns and Moses. Guns and Moses is a Jewish shooting group, mm-hmm. and they're very very practical. They're not there, you know. It's not it's not going to be a hobby, you know. I mean, it may, but they're there too because uh, they're actually in fear for their life. They think they're going to have to use a gun at some point in their life. To defend themselves. So guns and mows is particularly important and uh, a lot of interest since, since October. It was really, really interesting. And you see a whole family show. You'll often get a husband, wife and, and a, you know, older teen kind yeah. of through there. Yeah. Yep. I taught the rabbi's wife mm-hmm. one time. It was fun. So there's so much going on. There is so much to do. You know, USCCA, huge, valuable partner, San Diego County gun owners. I really, I can't think of, Organizations, particularly political organizations that have more going on than us. You know, there's, there's meetings, there's classes, there are tabletops, there are educational shoots. That's one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one week of one month of the year. Um, so I encourage you, you know, uh, to not just be a listener and not just be a member, but be a participant, uh, cause there's just so much going on. I, I really do think, you know, we talk about, I think, Adam, you and I get frustrated sometimes when we talk about some of this crap that that they introduce, but I really do feel like the future is brighter, you know, as far as Second Amendment. I really do think we're we're headed towards a, a bright future. It's just we're, we, we've hit some – there's going to be some growing pains. I don't know. What I do think, you think? Am I, I think, wrong? No, I think – Am I delusional? But I think our the, – the approach kind of like with USCCA, how we do things too, is, is a better way and – Better way to get people on board. You know, sure. like, you know one example, uh, you know, USCCA, we have a partnership nationally with uh, 511 Tactical. Yeah. So it's something else people can check out. Free classes, literally free at 511 Tactical retail locations, different topics that rotate through. But I see 
that's a good example. Just such a variety of people that are coming through there and just wanting to learn all this kind of stuff and get into it. You know, and I think that's the way to do it is educate people that, yeah. you know, grow, on grow all the these community. topics and make people safer like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grow the community. I agree. We're community builders, Dave. Yes. And <laughs> I'm a, no, no, I'm a community organizer. Yes, you are. Just like uh, Obama was. No, you're not. I'm going to run for president. I'm no, a community you're... organizer. You'd Adam's a community organizer. You'd be a good president. You think so? Oh, hell yeah. Are you just saying that? Is that no, hyperbole? No, I'd vote for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hyperbole. <laughs> You'd vote for me? Absolutely. <clears throat> I don't think I'd be a good president. You don't think so? No. Too I short, got... tempered? That's, no, that's one of the many faults. <laughs> You'd be stuffing people in trash cans. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Like, <laughs> My, uh, Michael's first decree as a uh, president will be Denny's bring back the spaghetti now. That's right. Oh, I was waiting. <laughs> I was just saying, hey, trying to follow. We, we went almost the we whole show. Almost. We went. Oh, and we didn't mention food. Stop talking about food. Not even during a break. I, I know. They follow that dude in Argentina. The new I, president. I saw that at CPAC. Yeah, okay. that dude. The, the speech he gave at CPAC was pretty. Uh, right? Is that? Is that yeah, right no, guy? that guy's awesome. What'd you like about him? He's just, his first order of business was like cutting the government agencies like to in like a, a quarter. Yeah, you know, wow, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah, he's just going in and just. Uh, well, you'll never make it. All right, we got to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. So get ready for a gun show like no other. It's the San Diego Gun Show sponsored by USCCA. You can join us March 2nd and 3rd at the beautiful new venue, the Legacy Center in Mission Valley. There's so much to do and see. On top of the gun show, there's a BB gun range, the Gun Owners Symposium, a two-way movie night. Can't tell you the movie. Blood drive, a beer garden, kids safety classes, in-person classes, virtual firearm simulator, training deal, table, and a whole lot more. Get your tickets and details today at gunownersradio.com slash gun show. It's the San Diego Gun Show sponsored by USCCA. Get tickets at gunownersradio.com slash gun show and you can even get a room. I think there's special yeah. packages so if you're coming from out of town well, or you just want to hang out down there well you're going to watch the movies maybe I will get a room <clears throat> you should you want to get you want to split a room we'll no, have a slumber party I, no big spin I, or little spin no I quit I quit <laughs> sleeping with mid when One I left bed. the army thank you very much we'll argue over who gets to wear the top of the PJs and who gets to wear the bottom it's getting too deep here no, that look got a little too real for you Dave because <laughs> she's over here chuckling <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening, yes, uh, we this is everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> Stump. Scared everybody off. Yeah. Stump my nephew. <laughs> we found out years ago that my nephew Sam, Sam the Gun Man, is extremely good at gun trivia. So if you write us and send us a uh, cool gun trivia question, uh, we use it on the air. We'll give you a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew, we'll give you two hours at Phil's place, Shore Shot in Oceanside. So without further ado, Sam, you there? Yeah, how are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Can't complain. Adam from USCCA is going to read you the question. 
Awesome. Great to have you in, Adam. Thank you very much. Uh, so Chad from La Jolla asks, what is a CAVX bullet? Chad from La Jolla, thanks for writing in. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure La Jolla is a real place, or is, is he just messing with me? Oh, no, it's no a, that's a real money, money pit. It's, it's, it's a real place, but, you know, it's not a city. It's, it's a, actually a neighborhood of San Diego, the city. Right. It's a bougie beach town. But it's bougie, so they actually got the post office back in the 90s to uh, to allow them to write La Jolla on the envelope. Don't they have their own zip code? <laughs> They do, but that's not unusual. Like, neighborhoods have their own. But normally, like, you, you don't write Pacific Beach. You write San Diego. Right. But La Jolla, you can actually write La Jolla because they're a bunch of... Well, they have, they, they have enough money to do that. Yeah, they they influenced. Anyway, little side note there for you. And traffic sucks. Well, yeah. So, Bougie Chad from Bougie La Jolla, thanks for writing <laughs> in. Um, what is a CAVEX bullet? Now, I, I may be misremembering this a little bit, but um, if I recall correctly, a CAVEX bullet is of a, a class of projectiles. There, there are multiple. It's like a brand name, but there are multiple other bullets like this um, designed to cavitate in soft tissue. So you'll see bullets designed for self-defense or for hunting um, that uh, most of them tend to be hollow points or soft points so that they expand to create that large permanent wound cavity um, and uh, stop the threat if it's defensive ammunition or take down the animal as, as quickly as possible if it's hunting ammunition. But uh, you'll see some stuff out there that is solid copper and has um, sort of these concave surfaces on the front of the bullet, um, on, on the ogive itself that are designed to promote uh, wounding just through hydrostatic effects. Adam, did you get it? Looks want, about right. You yeah. want to read the uh, read, read, the, read the, uh, the given answer? The official answer says, uh, the CAVEX bullet from DSG is a super cavitating bullet designed to be used in water. Normal bullets lose lethality and stop after traveling a couple feet in water. That's why diving into a pool may be a sound defensive strategy when escaping assassins. All right. Uh, people are doing that. The, uh, the CAVEX <laughs> bullet from, uh, Norway retains accuracy and lethality up to 60 yards or 200 feet underwater, opening up mission capabilities. Geometry of the bullet features a sharp lip that creates an air bubble that vastly reduces skin friction drag. Skin friction, friction drag. I, I was particularly impressed that you got cavitating in there because that was actually included in the answer. We were just talking about how we didn't know it. Super cavitating means. I don't know if super cavitating is a is a is a word. Cavitating is, but I don't know. It is, yeah. Super cavitating. I have heard of it. So, so there you have super cavitating expialidocious. It's it's actually cavitating, or it's it's creating um, that effect in a fluid before it even hits a target. So it's it's able to travel through an air bubble. Oh, oh, super cavitating. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> don't laugh at me, Dave. I can't help it. So, you know, let me tell you a funny story about your dad and my dad, Sam, is they were at a gun show years ago, and there was a guy selling bullets. They were like the kind of projectiles that kind of – they were kind of like frangibles, you know. They break apart, and they end up, you know, a lot of little pieces. I know this story. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, the guy said, yeah, you know, when you uh, – you know, it, it, they're particular. the guy said that they were particularly lethal because they do that. And, uh, they're, they're, it's hard to, you know, you, it's hard to survive that. And, uh, your dad turned to my dad and said, Hey, Hank, you're a, you're a doctor. 
you know, would it be really hard to get those little pieces out of somebody? And my dad, without skipping a beat, said, you mean at the autopsy? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't remember if that resulted in a sale, but uh, he should, you know, they should be a commercial. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, my friend. Good job. Fantastic. Uh, uh, you did, uh, really well as always. Do you have a blog that you like to? Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit late with, uh, with this one going up, uh, but it, it should be up soon. It's talking about something that, um, I'm sure you, you guys have all heard about what's gone down in Hawaii recently, right? Which part? Um, the, uh, the spirit of aloha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yes, in the in the decision in Hawaii, right? So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I talk a little bit about that, um, but uh, I'm really curious to hear your perspective on it because I've I've read all the the crap put out by the usual suspects online, the usual two A pundits, and it's like the same thing they always write. But what do you think about it? I don't know enough about it. I just kind of heard that uh, part of the uh, decision, part of the actual written decision. Is that they were uh, um, they they used the 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 phrase spirit of aloha, you know, and that in Hawaii there's this spirit of aloha. Therefore, uh, say what I gathered, uh, Sam, if I'm right, the that the uh, concealed carry and carrying a dangerous weapon uh, violates the spirit of aloha, so they're not going to allow it. It's yeah, it's it's weird. They they do say that explicitly in the ruling. Um, I I uh, skimmed through it and I read the. Salient parts in greater detail, but um, it, it's funny because, as admittedly, I'm not a lawyer, and I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But a lot of the other legal reasoning in there seems fairly sound. Like I disagree with it; I think it's wrong, but it's not like egregious. So I don't get why they they even had to cite that. It it makes no sense to me. It, it's just completely unnecessary. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm going to say that a higher court is not going to take into account the spirit of aloha, and whatever judge wrote that is dumb. That's what I'm going to. I'm yeah, going to go I'm, out on a limb I'm and say that. Isn't, isn't that kind of weird to put that in like an official thing? Well, you know what else? So you have our governor making fun of Benitez, Judge Benitez, for comparing an AR to a Swiss army knife, which was actually a very good comparison with, you know, what he, the point he was trying to make. And then this guy's talking about how, you know, carrying a gun violates the spirit of Aloha. I mean, you know, where, where are you now? Gav? Mm. Gav. Is that like you said earlier though? People are grasping at straws for some of this. I really totally grasping at straws. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that that's, that's the good news. All these ridiculous laws where they're, you know, uh, you know, with having to do with insurance and registries and, and decisions that say spirit of aloha, I really do think it's, even though it's bad news right now, it's good news that it's so ridiculous. So that's, it's in your blog. You're writing about that, Sam? Um, it is. Yeah. It, it should be up soon, but, um, it's, you know, we can, we can debate with anti-gunners about, um, you know, what, what forms of gun control actually do. Do they save lives? Don't they? That's, that's a thing we can debate and we all have our opinion on it. Um, we can debate things like, uh, you know, how to interpret various specific aspects of the Constitution. But what I didn't think was a matter of, of legal debate of, or of legal consideration was things that aren't even court decisions or in the Constitution. Like, why does that override Bruin? I don't get it. Well, and I'd also argue that if you're carrying a gun and have to pull it, or, you know, the, whoever you're pulling it against has really violated the spirit of Aloha. <laughs> so, you know, anyway. 
All right, cool. Go to sdcgo.org slash blog. Check out Sam's latest blog. Is it up already or does it go up tomorrow? Um, it should be up already. It's up already, so check it out. Sam, thank you so much. You, all, as always, do an awesome job, and congratulations on uh, uh, getting that right and uh, using the word uh, cavitating without even being prompted. Well, hey, thanks for having me on, as always, and uh, everyone listening, have a good night. Thanks, all right, buddy. You're the best. Thanks. All right. Well, hey, folks, you need to like and subscribe our show, share it with a friend, leave a comment, and please support all our great sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training International, Firearms Legal Protection, and thanks to Alicia, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Matthew Dominguez, and Brendan Thomas. And we're really happy to have Adam in. Yeah, we'll for USCCA. You, uh, yeah. What should people do if you, for joining? If they want to join USCCA, what, what do you recommend? Uh, definitely get a hold of me directly, especially uh, you know members of San Diego County gun owners. Give even a discount on the USCCA membership and get a hold of me directly, Adam B as in Bravo at DeltaDefense dot com. My cell phone six one nine six six three four eight five eight. And come out to the gun show next. I was going to say, just come to the gun show. Come to the gun out. show. Yeah, if you're not a member, come join the USCCA at the gun show. Check out all the classes. Check out everything we got going on. It's going to be a good time. Yep, he'll even buy you a beer. Hey, right here on Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer.